the volume. Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. I love betting on FanDuel Sportsbook for so many reasons. Great odds and markets for the MLB, NBA, NHL, and so many more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use, safe and secure. You get winnings fast. And it's so fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day and night when you log in. And FanDuel Sportsbook is now live in Ontario, Canada. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO so they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado Indiana New Jersey Virginia 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 467-369 New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. All right, welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Alex Monaco chilling with one of my good friends in the sports betting space. You've seen him on the mic with me a number of times. My guy, Martin Weiss of the Extra Points Pod, Cousin Sal Network. He's got the Lemon Pepper Parlay Pod as well. Martin, it's almost NBA playoffs, baby. Great to be back with you. Man, it's almost, I can't wait for the playoffs. This is one of my favorite times of the year. 40 games and 40 nights. You can't go wrong. It's amazing. Let's start out with just kind of as, and this is Aaron on a, a Friday, some do's and don'ts of the end of the NBA season for people out there that are still betting like myself. I'm sure you are as well what you can learn to avoid and what you can learn to capitalize on at the end of the NBA regular season from a betting perspective. I think this is the ultimate key of you have to watch the games, right? Like if you watch, if because if you just look at the box scores, for example, for the Lakers results versus the box scores for the Pelicans results, over those two teams are right next to each other in, in, the, in the Western Conference, excuse me, right next to each other in the Western Conference standings, but one of them is trying. The other one has clearly mailed it in and they may their losses may be about by the same margin, but you have to make sure because it's like sometimes you'll see the, like, I don't know. I haven't looked like followed the Lakers uh, in and out all the way, but like if they were favored in any game in the last like 10, you got to go ahead and take the other side because you know that it's, 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 it's been over for that team for a while now. That's kind of the situation I'll be looking for because I mean, are like the Brooklyn Nets, for example. They've 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 been favored a million times. They don't cover the spread. They just don't, right? So Vegas is going to keep doing it. So just be on the side of 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 the of 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 the, of the results. 
Speaking of the Brooklyn Nets, I don't know if we've ever seen this, Martin, where a team towards the bottom of the standings in the playoff hierarchy are still at the top. And finally, Vegas, our, our home book, FanDuel, leapfrogged the Bucks now to be the favorites in the East. But how do you explain the Brooklyn Nets still being a top two, we'll call it, Eastern Conference favorite to come out of the East when they've been flirting in the seven through 10 standings the entire season, all lot injuries. And of course the Kyrie, you know, not playing at home and all that, but still what's your takeaway. Let's just talk out the Brooklyn nets from a futures perspective. Well, I think the whole reason is, is it the Brook. I mean, what are future bets besides they're like draft picks. They're like just a, a slimmer of hope. Like <laughs> potentially like, like, like my Mac Jones rookie of the year futures bet. I got it at 10 to one cam goes down. All of a sudden, I'm sitting pretty, and then all of a sudden, Jamar Chase has the best rookie season since Randy Moss, right? So, <laughs> so still like, a great a pick. Of hope. It was a slimmer of hope. It's something you can almost brag on. That's really what's going on here with the Nets. I mean, every because everybody in the world says KD, Kyrie, what can go wrong? Well, literally everything has gone wrong. It seems as such from inception to current to current day there has been very few things to go right for the nets if if you think just when the ball bounces the wrong like which way does it bounce the wrong way for brooklyn i think that's what everybody's seeing it's like well if that happens and if this happens and if the vaccine mandate gets lifted and then if ben simmons comes back and plays and if that and if like that's what's happening with these futures bets and the entire public is convinced that if 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 is going to be win 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 like and I, I mean W H E N, not W I N. When, <laughs> as in current moment in time, and I don't think when is a real possibility until next season for Brooklyn. So, so I you're off those, Brooklyn. You're off Brooklyn. I, I haven't completely. been on them really, really all year. I mean, if the idea that Kyrie was going to be a part-time player for any reason besides injury, in which he would be a part-time player for you know an extended period of time, like if you want to call Kevin Durant a part-time player because he missed part of the year, I wouldn't do it, but I could understand some of his logic there. But if you mean literally a guy is going to be missing half of the home, like half of the games, it just kind of arbitrarily, like I, I, that didn't bode well for me in team chemistry, and I think it bared out with the Harden trade. And then they traded Ben, they traded harder for Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons got an epidural. The only other time I ever hear people taking epidurals is when they're pregnant and about to have a child. Ben Simmons <laughs> is got like I, so I that that gives me a big cause for concern about this team coming out of the East because you really traded James Harden, who's not the same player he once was, but he's still James Harden for Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. So it's really frustrating when you talk about that that big three playing less than what was less than 20 games or was less than 25 games. Either way, it's it's kind of unfathomable that we didn't even get to see these three go into the playoffs healthy for a single season. It's, it, we're kind of robbed as consumers. I mean, it would have been great. It would have been great. It also would have been great if like Marlon Brando and Brad Pitt and George Clooney all played in the same movie. It happened. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Hey, what we did great. we did get Clooney Pitt and, and Damon in Ocean's Eleven. I'll take that all day, baby. Well, but I, I feel it, it's just like it would you're right. It would it's one of the greatest stories that we'll never see and we'll never hear because I mean it just it would have been awesome. But it so just, let's talk I just, look, it can't happen. It's just not gonna happen. I know so, and, then, and then this this version they don't play no damn defense anyway. I know. And so, okay. So speaking of defense, like, let's look at this East. Now, a lot of it, I think is going to come up to seeding and how these teams are going to 
draw and the East is still not decided as we speak. So we can't talk about who is going to play who in the first round, but we know the Bucks have the best offense. You could say, I mean, at least in points per game in the East of what we're looking at, we have the heat and the Celtics who, I mean, the heat have been playing better defense all season. Celtics have absolutely been playing the best defense as of late. And then you got the Sixers who still, of course, are figuring it out on the fly. I don't even really want to mention the Bulls at this point. I think they're they're on the outside. So it's really between yeah. these these five teams. And how are you looking at the East from a betting perspective before we can talk series? Is there a team you like particularly? Is there a team you, you think is fool's gold? And then if you were to put money on any of them to come out of the East, who would you take? So actually, just yesterday on my Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast, I gave my top five future bets for the playoffs let's go let's get into them here are my top two and i'll give you the other three but my top two directly answer the question that you just asked me right the second one was miami to win the east at plus 440 this was yesterday when i pulled the lines i don't know if they've shifted drastically between yesterday and today but at miami to win the east at plus 440 is basically the same team as the bubble and if you like Milwaukee, the one team that has the player that can, I'm not going to say eliminate Giannis, but can hinder Giannis a bit, it's Bam Adebayo. That's the one That's the one team with the one player, plays for Miami. Bam Adebayo is the, the only other human being in the NBA, in my estimation, that I would even compare. Like, they kind of remind me of one another, although obviously Giannis's guard skills are much better. And hell, Bam probably shoots a better jumper, even though Giannis shoots more of them. But right. you, but defensively, they 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 feel like a decent matchup, right? I feel like decent there. And if Tyler Hero cannot get played off the court, you know, if he can, and he's shown in the bubble, and I know it was the bubble, and everybody's like, it's the bubble, but he <laughs> shoot he showed that he's not afraid to take big shots. If he's able to make big shots, Kyle Lowry is it has a championship type of mentality and mindset. And I don't know really what that dust up on the bench did, but for an organization that runs a little hot, it's either that's a really good sign or a really bad sign, right? So either I think they flame out early or they make a run. My other one was Milwaukee to win the finals at five to one. Wow. It's time to play ball. And right now, all customers can swing for the fences with a no-sweat same-game parlay on FanDuel Sportsbook. Just pick any MLB game and combine at least three bets into one bet for bigger payouts. So, you can take the winner of the game, the first home run hitter, the total score, Is the over or under going to happen in the first five innings? Is there going to be a team that wins the first five innings? And so much more. And if your bet doesn't win, FanDuel will refund you up to $10 in free bets. There's no better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. This is why I love betting on FanDuel. Great promotions every day. Safe and secure app. You get paid fast. And of course, this parlay insurance, it's one of my favorite, 
reasons for betting on the platform. Head over to your FanDuel account or download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code MONACO to bet your no-sweat same-game parlay today. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in select states only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado Indiana New Jersey Virginia 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan 1-877-8-HOPE New York or text HOPE New York 467-369 New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. And it, almost it seems is- a little contradictory, but I don't hate it. Well, because if they, if I think that either Milwaukee or Miami's coming out of the East. Sure. Right? And I think if Milwaukee comes out of the East, they'll beat whoever comes out of the West. Right. Like I, I, I don't like I, I like Milwaukee to win the title overall. And I, and I think that Milwaukee and Miami are really the two teams that everybody should be concerned about playing. So that's kind of my logic with the Miami to win the East and then Milwaukee to win the finals. So that let's take it to the West then. Where are you with the Phoenix Suns versus the field in the West? Coming in right now, I don't think we've ever seen a team to win the conference in the playoffs at pretty much even money. It's plus one one five at the moment on Fanduel. Right. So how how are you looking at the Phoenix Suns heading in? I mean, they're a wagon, like they're an absolute wagon. So I but I in terms of value, I don't know how much value you get betting on that team because it's like you could just bet on them. You could just bet on that. I'm sure you could do like one of those rolling money line parlays throughout the playoffs, and you end up making more money than right. you would if you were to bet. Uh, you know, if you were to bet at, at the odds that uh, currently stated. So I was kind of looking around for value outside of Phoenix, right? I, you know, I do think that Phoenix probably has, I don't know, a 65 to 70% shot to represent the West. Um, but so, but again, you don't get any value on those odds. So I liked Memphis to win the West at, at six to one. Wow. Because, I mean, before last night, they were 20 and two without Ja. They were a Tyus Jones layup away from being 21 and two. They finished 20 and three and didn't cover five and a half off of Rudy. Rudy Gobert makes four free throws in overtime. And I don't, I don't cover five and a half. I mean, oh, that was absurd. sick, bro. That was sick. I knew as soon as Kyle Anderson made the game time bucket, that five and a half was out of the window, gone. Finito finished. I was like, Gosh. why did this game just not end? And a second th- a thing about this Grizzlies team, Jared Jackson Jr. is the, like the weirdest big man I've ever seen. He gets his shot blocked at the rim more than anybody, like, more than anybody over 6'10". I feel like that. I don't know the second spectrum numbers, but he gets his shot blocked at the rim so much, but shoots so well from three. It's mind boggling. It's my it's it's mind boggling. But anyway. so you're confident. You're confident in this Grizzlies team because I feel like it's a progression league, and that the Grizzlies made a huge leap forward. They'll win a series. Can they can t- compete 
against a Phoenix or a Golden State in the second round if they draw, they won't draw them, but a third round right. rather. I don't, I don't think they can, but that is for me enough. I, I see too much value in Phoenix and too much nerves to go against this nucleus in Golden State. Let's talk about Golden State for a second. Where are you out with the Warriors here if, Clay, if, if Steph comes in healthy and they got a full big three? I'm low on the Warriors, man. I, I don't I don't think it's it's kind of been disjointed to me all year. Like it just it hasn't felt good to like they have like the same way that Memphis has felt good all years. Like you feel good taking them against the spread. It's like like those are one of the teams that I'm look like, you know, you look at the slate and it's like there are certain teams I'm looking for. Like I've been looking for the Utah Jazz. Like who who do Jazz play tomorrow? What is their line? How much I'm I'm gonna take that. You know what I'm saying? Or certain teams. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm like, or the Nets, for example. Like, I've been looking for them. Who do they play? Uh, they got a decent team, and they're a seven-point favorite? All right, give me the dog, right? Like, that's kind of how, how I felt about um, about Golden State kind of all year. But they, the thing about them is they have those two, I mean, between Steph and Clay, and now Steph is obviously hurt, but if Steph can come back, and even, hell, Jordan Poole, that team can still fill it up from outside in a way that is – Really, I don't say second mass in the league, but they score so many, they can hit so many threes that they can, they're never out of a game. But I don't, I, I like Memphis better than Golden State, quite honestly, if Ja can play. Wow. So plus 440 is no interest to you because I feel like that would be what I would hedge with if I wasn't going Phoenix in the West. You know what gives me cause for concern about the top of the Western Conference? The Los Angeles Clippers. Is that not worth a sprinkle? With potentially Kawhi coming back, is that I feel like it's worth a sprinkle. My fourth, my fourth top five bet for the for the uh, pre uh, postseason was Clippers to win the West plus 2,500, 25 to one. Three, that's and a one great, that's a great thought. I got, I don't know if they played last night, I'm not sure, but they're three and one since Paul Joris came back. If they didn't, he's been 31, 30 minutes a game, Reggie Jackson is going to be playing better because he's going to be playing in a lesser role. And Norman Powell, you know, I've been seeing him shoot jumpers on NBA TV. That, that Those are two legit scorers to go at the team that's well coached, to go at the team that the, – and, and if you kind of look at the mojo of the Clippers with Marcus Morris and what they've been talking about, they've been kind of feeling disrespected about the way that people talked about them in the bubble. I think that they feel like they have a championship team. And I would be really concerned about the Golden States, the like the Memphis, even though I just talked all much about how much I love them and the Phoenix and the Suns with the Clippers getting healthy at the right time going into the playoffs. Now, just one more thing on the who you got in the finals, the Bucks. Do you have them regardless if it's Phoenix, Golden State, the Grizzlies, or even the Clippers? Do you have Milwaukee either way? Yeah. Yeah, I think – I just think it's kind of – everybody's just kind of tired of Milwaukee. But, I mean, Giannis is undeniable, bro. He's out Dude, I went to – I bet on that Nets game and went to the game in Brooklyn in person, first time at Barclays. The Bucks were plus 7.5 and, and plus 1,100 with four minutes left in the game. That was the Giannis step-back game, tie in three, go to overtime, win. They just get punched in the mouth and don't – fall down and get knocked out it's like one of those teams that just won't go away also too and they're better they're better this year think about what you just said 
the Giannis step back three. What? That didn't exist 365 days ago. <laughs> I'm a little concerned that, you know, I don't want to say like a PJ Tucker's the difference from last year to this year. I do think Brooke Lopez coming on healthy late has helped a lot. Portis will have to step up big. You know, it always, interestingly enough, comes down to role players. So do you think that the Bucs have some of the best role players? Like going into this playoffs, you could argue that the Grizzlies may have the best role players outside of Phoenix of all teams on both sides. But again, there's a lot of case for a lot of teams here with role players. Yeah, I think when you look at the East, I mean, just think about the players we talk about are role players for the Bucs. They're Olympians. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not, and I'm not saying they're all stars or NBA all stars, but they're Olympians. And Chris Middleton's been an all star gamer too. But that was the whole story. They went and won the finals, and then had to go represent the country. They're like they 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 were deemed to be some of the, the top twenty five players born in the United States. Like that that's they were on the same plane as Devin Booker. That's the, fair. The Bucks role players, and I was, but I I do think though, uh, you know, I I, I like Phoenix's. Phoenix has a really solid team. Milwaukee has a really solid team. Miami has a really solid team. And Memphis, I think those four are the teams that you look that is honestly going to be interesting to me to see how they kind of constrict as the playoffs go. Because, you know, they normally, you know, if you're playing 10 guys in the regular season, you're going down to seven in the playoffs. It is a playoffs where there isn't really a super clear cut team that we're comfortable with we're all feeling good about phoenix but again chris paul's health can they do it do you think there'll be any betting surprises here like i want to kind of end the pod here talking about how you you will approach from a betting perspective this particular nba playoffs i just know i just the big playoff bet that i made was lakers to miss the playoffs So that cash last week, but after January 1st, I knew that team was cash. I think the Western conference is wide open. Like I think if you look, if you wanted to look at the Dallas Mavericks, you know, plus it uh, 10 to one to win the West, they've been balling since the trade. I can't talk you out of it. I really can't talk you out of it. I just think, I really think, I think Minnesota and I think Denver and and the play-in teams are really the only teams in the West that don't have a shot. Whereas in the East, I think the only two teams that truly have a shot are Milwaukee and Miami, even though Philadelphia made that big trade for James Harden. So there's no chance that Brooklyn is saving their best act for their last act. Like the, we, they, there's no little like, all right, we're just playing this mediocre and then the playoffs, we're going to turn it up. I, I don't, I don't think that's the case, but I, it is worth talking out real quick. Well, okay. Let's, 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 I'll take that walk with you. <laughs> Every night that the Nets play, right. It's either KD scores 45 Kyrie goes for 60 Kyrie goes for 30 KD goes for 35 hits a one legged one legged three. What other level could they have? Like, it seems as if they are playing at, like, I'm, I just don't know how much better they can get between now and next week. When you look at the output that they're doing now, it's pretty incredible. And they're still not winning games. Yeah, I mean, they would need every single Bruce Brown, Curry, Drummond, Drogic role player. I, I don't know what the status is of Joe Harris to just step up immensely. But, I mean, look, 
if Kyrie and, and KD can go for 70 combined every single game, if they really put that in their noggin, I think like I think they could beat the Celtics in the first round. Do you think they could beat the Celtics if they match up with them? I mean, sure, in a four-game series, but they got to play two games first, right? Don't they? Like I'm, I, I would be more concerned about the Nets' ability to win two games in a row than I would for them to beat the Celtics four out of seven. Like I'm not sure exactly where they fall in the play-in strategy, but like the Nets going on a two-game losing streak wouldn't shock me at all. And it just if it happened to happen in the play-in tournament, then guess what? Now the top two NBA favorites at the start of the season aren't even eligible. Yeah, that's true. I, any any last kind of do's and don'ts of game the game, how you change your betting philosophy from the regular season to the playoffs. Yeah, this was what got me early on with Luka Doncic. Because I've watched every single playoff game Luka Doncic has played, and I plan on watching all the rest of them. But when you see something happening, like in the second, what was it? The Mavericks and the Clippers series last year, the game before the Mavericks went up like 30 to 11. Uh, there was, I think that was game three. So game two, like the Mavericks were winning the game and it was in hand, but Ty Lu made some adjustments in the third quarter and the Clippers got back into it and they kind of kept hitting that, they kept hitting Luca in this pick and roll, and they kind of kept – they found something. When you see a coach that's found something, and the type of guys that are going to find something, Ty Lue, Nick Nurse, Steve Kerr, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Monty Williams, for example, like in the Lakers, they're going to find something and exploit it. The type of coaches are going to get exploited, like Doc Rivers, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Uh, Mike Budenholzer for a long time was the type of guy who was going to get exploited. Not so much anymore, but also how much, I don't know how much of that is Giannis, you know, Giannis is like makeup. He makes everything look better. Right. <laughs> like, but Michael Malone, maybe. Right. Those are the types of things I'm looking for in an in series matchup is like, okay, what's Nick nurse's record down two games to one. Because I well, bet, I bet it's, I bet it's pretty damn good. In a series, I bet he normally is winning game four if he's down two games to one, just because he's the type of guy who's going to see those three games and figure out what to do to, to win game four. So in terms of timing and this last question for you, the timing of when you bet on series, will you sometimes wait a game one out to see and feel and, and your betting goggles, how a series plays out before you fire? Cause the better team down 0-1 could be value on game two, you know, home court advantage, backs against the wall, yada, yada. There's a number of scenarios where you can find value. But a, a series tip-off game, do you approach that in any particular way? I'm probably not betting on an entire series unless I just have a really good feeling like that the favorite's going to win in five or something like that, and I'll try to hit that exactly. Or if I think the underdog's going to win outright to get the value. But otherwise, like I don't like laying – I don't like land minus like what minus one hundred five, minus one ten, or mine, even my, minus one forty, one fifty, one six. And I have to wait like a week to get my money. You know, I mean, I understand maybe that's just me being anxious, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna almost always bet these game by game, and then see like, you know, like for example, the Nuggets in the bubble, they kept going down two one, and I was like, they're gonna win this series. Boom. Let me go wow. ahead and throw on that. Let me go ahead and throw on this plus money 
because they're like they're gonna beat the Jazz. I'll throw on this, you know. Let me get, go ahead and get this, you know, uh, you know, Nuggets at uh, plus three hundred, plus three fifty to win the series. When you know, basically win three of the next four games. That so that's the way I would look at it. But in terms of just outright betting, I think if you're gonna bet a future, just just bet on a team to win the conference and and just enjoy the ride. I love it, Martin. I could talk to you for another 30, but we got to wrap it up. I'll have you back on, of course, to, to chop it up. When we have series lock for the NBA playoffs, should be a phenomenal two-month ride here for us. Can't wait to win with you and keep rocking. Tell everyone where we can check you out here before you jam. Um, I'm on Twitter, at Martin Weiss, Instagram, at Martin Weiss. And then I'm on the Extra Points Podcast Network. To search anywhere that podcasts are sold. Or actually not sold, I suppose, but just download it. Yeah, go extra points, lemon pepper parlay, and then just extra points with cousin Salon Dave Damashek. I'm your boy. Hey, my man Martin, appreciate you killing the game. We'll see you next time. <laughs>